Voice effects last too. You did the ha ha ha. ha. Oh, 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 oh. No, never mind. Never mind. I can't. I didn't. Oh, no, I didn't have mine dialed in right. Apparently, ah, uh, you didn't do it right. Yeah, I had the robot. Yeah, the robot. So, uh, welcome to Every Man's Guide to Nerdum, where we are two thirty to forty something year olds who talk about pretty much whatever we want. I'm Chris, and I'm Kyle. If you guys like to hang out with us, be part of the community, join the Discord. The link is in the show notes down below. Yeah, you can put that back on. Uh, Discord is an awesome <laughs> free little application you can use to connect with other like-minded nerds like us. We have a full server set up with all kinds of uh, channels for different topics. If you want to discuss different things from movies to video games, anime, ball sports, we've got a fantasy football league thing going on, a lot of trash talk, getting ready to kick off. Um, anything that you want to talk about that's nerdy, cosplay, making stuff, whatever you got, we got a channel for it. Get in there and talk with other people. Also, um, uh, like and subscribe to whatever you're listening to this on right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that works. And also, uh, you can find Chris and I live and in person on Twitch if you want to hang out in person. Chris and I are under Guyver Unit 01, G U I V E R U N T 01, myself under K SIG, K underscore S I G. Uh, we stream on the Twitches off and on on the weekends, um, sometimes through the week, sometimes not, just whenever we can, kind of. So you'll want to uh, hit the notifications on that to catch us whenever we do go live. We're getting old. Schedules are hard. We'll just put mm-hmm. it that way. Schedules are hard. We're not really getting ready, getting to hit those schedules like we really want. But we did schedule this. Yes, we did. This is schedules my favorite time of year. Schedules are hard, and so are we. Um, no way. Boing. So <laughs> giggity. Uh, giggity. We've got a. She said, "Woo, woo!" It is coming up on my favorite time of year. Okay, Hanukkah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Grab your yarmulke. <laughs> Drink your gin and tonica. And put on your yarmulke. <laughs> oh, it's spooky season. I like it for multiple. I mean, I, I'm a horror movie guy. I love being scared. We love playing scary games. We do. Um, also, it's like right now. Well, not today. It's a little warmer today. We got a little sneak peek of it over the weekend. Of it's like shorts and hoodie season. Right, I can wear my wear my dad cargo shorts and put on my favorite hoodie. And just like that's that's the most comfortable. I love it. Like I got little bitty little bitty goosebumps going right now because I'm so excited for it. Like I love this time of year. Do you like coronas and hoodies? Mm-hmm. And getting candy corn. Rhyming is not his strong suit. We'll no, give it's you that, not. But... but you know what? Because I thought I had to think of something on the fly. Um, that's a good one we should have a debate on is uh candy corn yay or nay nay you're welcome i'm in the yay field well you can just get you go start your own podcast i will it'll be called candy corn and you candy corn is amazing it'll probably do worse than this one that we're doing right now probably (laughs) candy corn is terrible the official title of this episode is the egtn spooky season primer 
Yeah. Why? Because we're trying to prime you for spooky season. Mm -hmm. um, Chris is all about the priming. I am about the priming. Mm -hmm. Priming and fluffing. Um, priming and fluffing. My desk broke. Hang on here. I got stuff. We get. Okay, we're good. That's code for penis. Um, no, no, straight up my desk down there. there <laughs> okay. Um, so, as you all, if you've been with us for a while now, we're going on, getting ready to hit year four of this podcast. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, every October, we do, for each week in October, we do, we pick a subject and do a different spooky subject for Halloween. Mm -hmm. This is just to get you excited for it. This is going to be like our go-tos. Um, we created lists for like movies, television shows, books, comics, just whatever our go-tos are for the spooky season that gets us into the season. Mm -hmm. So Chris has a way bigger list. I am, I am going to come out front here swinging saying there's no way that you watch all of those during the season. No, it's not, <laughs> but these are, <laughs> Like, no, no you're you, right. No, there's no way you can. Not not the older you get. But you have a page ones. full, two columns, not yep. just one page, top to bottom. I started at top and I made a few things. And then you've got columns of things. Well, these are the ones. There's some some of these I watch always. I make yep. sure that I always watch during spooky season. Um Others, you know, it'll be off and on. Yeah. Like, I might do it one year, might not the next year. But these are the ones that I always come back to. So, with that... Welcome to the list. Okay. <laughs> the list. That is... I wonder if that's a movie. That sounds like that could be a movie. The list. You made like the that, list. The list. Oh, that's a movie coming out this year with Halston Sage and Clark Baco. Doesn't look spooky at all. Okay, actually, we'll be skipping that one. Well, uh, it's a rom-com. Almost like Poo, Blood, and Honey Part 2 coming out. I don't know who any of these people are. Well, they're, which they are introducing Tigger because in 2024, Tigger goes public domain. Got some dude named Jeff Pearson in here, and both of them, are his names are spelled weird. G E O F F P I E R S O N. Pick a oh, normal name. That. Ah, okay. Anyway, I got got sidetracked there. But yeah, the stuff that we like to watch or that we want to watch or that or uh, read. I've got a read. Um, and I've got like I've got my list of things that like I want to watch this year. Probably not gonna happen. Not gonna lie. I don't see it. I don't I don't see that that coming. But like I've got I've got some pretty ambitious goals here. Of so we're gonna adding to the list right now. We'll, we'll talk about them and give you just kind of a quick overview. We're not gonna go too in depth because that would take forever. Yeah, and normally we would, but we're actually out of uh, we're on a time frame today. Yep. So, all right, Kyle, why don't you start? All right. So for me, there's okay. I love the gory and I love just slasher films. I love. Um, psychological thrillers, it, it doesn't matter if it's going to scare me, I want to watch it. But I am a big sucker for horror comedy. Like, the stuff that's scary or kind of scary, 
but still funny or meaning to be funny. So I've got uh, the top of my list is actually two horror comedy movies. And both of these are like, if you have those movies that uh, you gotta, everybody has them. Like they're your kind of cult classic, like your personal cult classic favorite movies. And you like, yes, somebody like, Hey, have you ever seen this movie? And they're like, no, like, well, we're watching it now, you know? And two of mine, mm-hmm. Because you love One, to show, you love to share your interest with someone. Yes, yes, I love to share the interest. I'm like, I'm the type of person I don't, I don't like to watch movies alone. I like having a shared experience with other people, and like, we're gonna watch this movie, and we can like have a memory and joke and talk about it or whatever. But um, one of my go to, one of my two go to spooky season movies, um, is, and I think it's on your list too. I saw your list list briefly. If it's not, it's going to be now he because you're like. Briefs. Yeah, I saw, your, saw it just quick. Uh, Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Yep. yep. 100%. That's like, if I think of a, you haven't seen this movie, you need to watch this movie movie, it's Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Yep. One of my all-time favorite movies, hands down, period, anyway. Why is it one of your favorites? Um, What's a quick synopsis, like a real high overview? Okay, so it? we got Tucker and Dale versus Evil. It's about these two friends. Uh, one of them inherits a, or buys a cabin out in the woods in the middle of nowhere. And they're traveling to, uh, they're going to go out to the cabin. They're going to fix it up. Um, there are a couple of kind of redneck guys driving in an old beat up truck. And as they're on their way, they meet um, your stereotypical college kids going out into the woods for fall vacation, fall break or whatever, um, whatever they're doing. So it's that, it takes that, that really basic trope of college kids, going to a cabin in, in the middle of nowhere and then bad things happening, but it flips it to where Tucker and Dale are not the bad guys. They appear to be. And so you see a lot of things from their point of view, like all these unfortunate things happen and the college kids get hurt and start dying and all that. And it looks, if you're looking at it through the point of view from the college kids, it looks like Tucker and Dale are homicidal maniacs. And no, they're just a couple of bumbling idiots that just bad stuff keeps happening that makes it look like they're trying to kill the college kids. And it's semi hard to explain but once you start once you see the first death you're like yeah this is what's happening with it um and you know not to spoil anything about who the true bad guy is in the whole deal but it's just it's so funny it is so funny it um it's a great movie it really is yeah it's it's a really good cast um Tyler Labine plays Dale and he's freaking hilarious Alan Tut I can't ever say his last name Tudick yeah, he plays Tucker. Who, who um, plays, like, Alan plays a million different characters. Yeah. Such a great actor. But Dale steals the show with the whole thing and just all these unfortunate deaths and stuff. It, if you haven't seen it, you need to add that to your list. Um, homicidically, homicidal hilarity will ensue, I guess you can say. Mm-hmm. Um, just the, the way that the kids get killed off. Um, the way they announced things, because I think there was one scene where they were like doing like they were swimming at night and one of the college kids like hits her head or something and falls and they Tucker and Dale are just like out in a rowboat, you know, fishing and they happen to be in the same area. They see the girl that hits her head and they pull her into the boat. And so from the view of the college kids, they're like dragging her into the boat in the mist and in the dark. And they see the college kids and they're like, hey, college kids, we got your friend. We got your friend. And like, oh my God, they're going to kill her. They got, I forgot what her name was. Allison, I think. Like, they got Allison. It's just, it's so funny. So, 
If y'all yeah. can't tell, Kyle is very passionate about it and I really like it. loves this movie. I like this movie. It is that's, a great movie. That's one of my must-show horror comedy. Let's see. We got rom-coms. Would that be a horror com? Yeah. No. I would yes. consider it a horror com. Yeah, I'll call it a horror com. Um, it's like paycom because yeah, we all like pay com. for horror coms. So that's my my first. Do you want to take the next one or do you want me to hit my other funny one? Um, I'll take the next one real quick. Okay. Um, the one that we always start off with is Nightmare Before Christmas. Yes, that's a staple in my house. It doubles as uh, you can technically watch it October, November, and December. Mm-hmm. Like, is it a Halloween movie? Is it a Christmas movie? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Everything in between. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's a both, and it's just a great movie. And if you don't know what Nightmare Before Christmas is, screw uh, you. Yeah, I feel bad for you. So hmm. go ahead. I don't need to really talk about it because it's. 30 years old now? 35 years old? I mean, if you, it, it's some of Tim Burton at his best. Mm-hmm. Um, Just a know, great movie. Uh, the the character design, the way it's shot, I mean, it's it's just oozing Tim Burton, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if you have, I don't know who has not seen it. Uh, like, I don't, I don't know if I've really met anybody that's like, I don't really like it. Like, there's I people haven't. that that absolutely love it beyond belief. Yeah. Like we're a nightmare before Christmas stuff 24 seven. But, um, I don't think I really came across anybody. that's just like, it's terrible. Like it's got a lot for everybody in it. It's a, it's a really good one. It really know? is. I mean, if you're going to do that one, I say you have to double up with nightmare before Christmas and then corpse bride, like bam, bam. Yeah. I would go with that. Another Tim Burton classic, at least in spooky season. Corpse Bride's not so much the the Christmas movie, you know, no. remember but Corpse but, Bride is a great. Uh, I believe that's based off of a book, isn't it? I think I'm not sure. I'm looking it up. Go ahead, go with your next one. Okay, so my next horrorcom movie. Um, before I get into my good, super good spooky stuff, so we had Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Good laughs. Uh, this one's more slightly more serious, but God, it's got some funny moments in it. Uh, the Cabin in the Woods. That was on my list too. It was on your list too. Was Tucker and Dale on your list? Uh-huh. Okay. Tucker and Dale was about midway down. Okay, so Cabin in the Woods, same thing. Cabin in the Woods. College kids going to a cabin, and it takes the idea of the spooky cabin and and flips it on why the things happen like they do. Um, skip ahead if you don't want to be spoiled on it, if you've never seen it. I just love that they take that there's a reason why these things are happening. And a lot of this goes back to, um, I don't know if evil dead was the first haunted cabin in the woods movie, but I think I'm going to look that up. I feel like it was, I kind of feel like it was like college kids going to a cabin in the woods, bad things happening. And there's been so many movies spun off of that. So Tucker and Dale is kind of a, a comical play on, I think evil dead, evil dead. the concept of it. Evil Dead was the first one. Oh, okay, now you're agreeing. But then Cabin no, in the no, Woods. Wait, I think it was. I think okay. that's can... according to this one article. I really think it was. I I cannot think of any older movie that that had that concept, and it's been done so many times. In in the year, yeah, I think it was. See, what year did it come out? Was it eighty one, eighty two? I'm looking here. Uh, Evil Dead was the original. Was 
I feel like I, I, I'm I'm disappointed that I, don't I did know the Thirteenth and New Beginning. That was one of the originals too. It's eighty-five. If we're talking horror, horror movies, because mm-hmm. there's uh, eighty-one. Evil Dead was eighty-one. Eighty-one. Okay. Um, because you know there was a lot of different tropes of haunted or uh, like Last Cabin on the Left. You know, like the horror. Oh, the Last House on the Left. Horror. Yeah, 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 that one. So I, I feel like that the Evil Dead, did, and that's on both of our lists, has to be. Um, yeah, it is. But kicked off that whole the cabin in the woods trope, and this movie is the cabin in the woods, so it's really about... Um, with a twist. With a twist, with a twist of uh, suppressing an ancient evil by human sacrifice. And so the events that happen in these cabins are random but purposeful. Mm-hmm. And so you see, like, when you see the leaderboard of, like, all the different things that could happen in the cabin, you know, and the, what it basically is, well, crap, I don't know if I want to ruin it, because I don't think a lot of people have seen this movie. Mm-mm, I really don't. And I know a t- lot of people in our group have, mm-hmm. because, you know, it's the big nerd group, but it's not like a... It's kind of a... It's a mainstream movie, but it's not. Does it that make sense? Yeah, I think it... Well, it's one of those that got a cult following. It, it got a major release. Um, I don't think it got as much attention in the theaters as it deserved. Yeah. Um, but if... So if you haven't seen it, then I, I just won't spoil anything with it. But if you haven't seen it, the tagline on the movie poster says it the best. You think you know the story. Yep, I think I that, that sums this movie up better than anything else. You think you know the story of The Cabin in the Woods. And so it's it's a must watch. I probably watch it two or three times a year anyway. Like Tucker and Dale, I watch it two or three times a year anyway. Um, but definitely with this season coming up, Cabin in the Woods. Yeah. Actually, I watched Cabin in the Woods just a few weeks ago or a couple months, maybe a month or so ago. So yeah, really? it's time. Yeah, time okay, to have next, it happen again. My next one is the Worst Witch. The Worst, worst Witch. Uh huh. I watch. We watch it every year. I have a look up. Look up real quick. Worst Witch DVD. And look how much it is. Um, I'm just looking up the worst witch right now. The TV the worst series. Witch is, oh, the old movie. Hold on. The old movie. So 86? it was. Yep. It wasn't actually. It was. Um, it's based off of a series of books, and the original was a TV movie, um, that came out in Britain. Like, um, one of the ladies in there is, um, not Madame Sprout. My, uh, she was in Harry Potter, the one who taught flying i forget what her name is right now off the top of my head um but it's about mildred hubble who is the worst witch it spawned a couple different iterations of the tv show there was a recent one a couple years back on netflix that netflix picked up for like two seasons i think like back in like 2017 something like that yeah um mildred is just a terrible witch and is it a great movie? No. Do I love it? Absolutely. Miss Garrett plays two roles in it, an evil witch and a good witch. And then she sings this school, my little, she sings the song, my little school. And it is so bad. Got Tim Curry. Um, what's that? Got Tim Curry in it. Yeah. Tim Curry plays the grand wizard, I believe. And he sings this song. Everything is spooky on Halloween. Your dog could turn into a bat. 
And he, he goes, Christmas time is a bore. Oh, oh, oh it is just a broke desk. Hold on, keep going. I'm gonna try to. Uh, it is so wonderfully campy. Like, actually, I think I may show that on our Discord channel this year. Um, see if we can get a little <laughs> group going. <laughs> I don't know, want to know where that stick came from, but don't worry about it, sir. Um, well, my shorts are kind of riding up. I don't have that. <laughs> It's, it's how he keeps himself going. Okay. Um, but yeah, Worst Witch is just a great movie. Um, greatly terrible. So it's a staple in this house. And I'll bust out the DVD. Like, I wish you could get it on digital, but you cannot. You can't find it anywhere. Really? Yeah. You cannot find it. It went out of print and you just can't, it's, you, can't even find if it you anywhere. Search the certain places you can't find it. I searched, I have searched for years in case my copy of my DVD gets scratched. Mm -hmm. Can't mm. find it. So, yeah. Well, Next, uh, sir. All right. So now we're getting to the actual uh, creepiness. And I I like that I'm, I'm a little partial because I'm bringing this one up. But we have, okay. So we've been playing a lot of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And the movie's not Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, but the, that's the game we've been playing quite a bit on stream and off stream and stuff, just having a really good time with it. Uh, but this movie heavily inspired by Texas Chainsaw Massacre and all the campy old school horror movies, House of a Thousand Corpses. Absolutely love this movie with like my whole heart. It has the only clown that I can, I can tolerate. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean... Captain, Captain Spaulding, Sid, Sid Haig is Captain Spaulding. Yep. Such Captain a oh my god, he's so good in this. I love it. I love it. Um, so this is uh a Rob Zombie flick directed and written by Rob Zombie. I think this was his first it feature was. length film. Yep. And and so you you know, if you if you've ever followed any Rob Zombie, white zombie stuff, anything at all, he uh just has a love for that old school campy horror. Uh, the stuff from the 40s and the 50s and the 60s and incorporates so much of it into this. And it's it's almost like a retelling of Texas Chainsaw Massacre in a way. It it flows the same way. It's got the, the same kind of feel, but it's just lovely, gory, um, campy, funny. There's a lot of really cool names, like, tied to it. You know, of course, you know, we have Sid Haig. Um, we also have Chris Hardwick's in it. I forgot all about Chris Hardwick being in it. Who was uh, he in it? He was uh, Jerry Goldsmith. I'm going to have to rewatch it, but I can't until Little Man's Not Here. Because uh, I think there's boobs. Pretty sure there's boobs in it. Uh, well, yeah, of course, there's Sherry Moon zombies in there. Uh, yeah, Rob there was boobs wife. in it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there are boobs. Um, so, because he casts his wife in, like, everything. Uh, Walton Goggins is in it, which is pretty cool. Um, oh, yeah. Walter Goggins, if you don't know who he is, you do know who he is. He's yeah. one of those faces. You reckon he's in everything? Well, he was in, I mean, Justified was like his big show. And mm -hmm. he's in The Hateful Eight. He's in Django. He's in Predators. He's got the teeth, okay? If you don't know him, it's the guy with the teeth. Like the big teeth. Um, He was in, um, wasn't he in Ant-Man Ant and the Wasp? Ah, uh, maybe, possibly. 
Now, Rain Wilson's in it as well, briefly. One of his early, early roles. Who was he in? Oh, he was, wasn't he? Yeah, he was Bill. He, he was the one that they uh, sewed up to be the merman. Yes, wasn't he? yes, he became the merman. That's what it was. I forgot yep. about that. Yep. Yeah, um, so that's, uh, it's gory. It It's just over the top. Like, I know some people can't handle gore. Right. So like, I don't want to watch it if it's gory. I can't handle it. I'm going to get sick at my tummy. I might puke a little bit, get a little, get a little bit clamp, you know, whatever. A little bit clamp. But it's so over the top gory where it's just unbelievably gory, I guess you can say. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That, that maybe you could, I don't know. If you can't handle the side of blood, don't watch that one. Uh, there's just violence for the sake of violence. But yep, that's, uh, that's my top three I got to watch. And I'm going to watch, and I'll probably watch by Friday. I'll knock all three of those out at some point in time. So we're going to run out of time if I go through an explanation of my full list. So I'll just explain some of them. Okay. But the next one is The Halloween Tree, the animated by Ray Bradbury. Um, it is a phenomenal movie. Um, I'm reading the plot summary because it's a lot easier than trying to explain it. Group of eight boys set out to go trick-or-treating on Halloween, only to discover that a night friend, Pipkin, has been whisked away on a journey that could determine whether he lives or dies. Yeah, that's how fucked up. This is a children's cartoon. Through the Literally help of, Yeah, through the, it's, it's, a, it's from the 80s. Uh, it was a book by Ray Bradbury in 72. Through the help of a mysterious character named Carapace Clavicle Moundshroud, they pursue their friend across time and space through ancient Egyptian, ancient Greek, and ancient Roman cultures, Celtic Druidism, the Notre Dame Cathedral in medieval Paris, and the Day of the Day in Mexico. Along the way, they learn the origins of the holiday that they celebrate and the role that the fear of death, ghosts, and haunts play in shaping civilization. The Halloween tree itself, with its many branches laden with jack-o'-lanterns, serves as a metaphor for the historical confluence of these traditions. So it's basically how modern Halloween was shaped by ancient cultures. So it looks like one of the voices of, of Tom, I'm guessing, is Tom one of the kids? Yeah. Is voiced by Eden Gross, who is the voice of Chucky. Is he really? Yep. The original Chucky, not the current one. Uh, Yeah, original Chucky. Well, he was Chucky in... Well, he did the good guy doll voice all the way up until the movie, right? Or the new TV show? When's the last one that he did? When's the last time he did anything? Is he still alive? I think he's still alive. He's just really old. Um, The last thing that he did was some Ren and Stimpy stuff in like the late 90s. I can see here. Maybe he is dead. Maybe. Child's Play 3 looks like his last good guy doll Chucky thing. Yeah, because I say it's a different one for the redone movie and then the TV show. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Huh. Um, oh, yeah, okay. Next, Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus is a given. We always watch Hocus Pocus. Um, great one. That's a, that's a classic. Then they did the um, part two, Hocus Pocus 2, which I enjoyed. Not a lot of people liked it, but I enjoyed it. Yeah, I still um, haven't watched that. I need to, I guess. Ernest Scared Stupid? Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, oh I was going to say Ernest Scared Stupid. I love yeah. Ernest Scared Stupid. <laughs> what, what was it? It's like, have some booger face. 
Um, I love all the Ernest movies anyway, but yeah. Yeah, I do too. Um, The original Haunted Mansion movie with Eddie Murphy. Oh, okay. Yeah. We love that one. Um, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. That became a new classic because that just scares the shit out of you. And that doubles as a reading. I was going to say, yeah, as the reading, the artwork in those old books was so creepy. Oh, my God. You know, there was the Wendigo. There was the Wendigo is the one I think everybody remembers. Yep. Um. Well, and the the cover of the like the white pale guy with like the blood lips or whatever. Yeah, the kind of clown looking, if I remember yeah. right, because he hit a blue. Yeah. yeah, God, those books were so good. Um, Terrifier is up there now too. I have That's that. One... I need. It's on my list to watch. Yeah. With Art the Clown, that mm-hmm. has just become a classic. Um, it even though Kyle and I both hate clowns and mm-hmm. are deathly afraid of them, it. And I'm talking the original 86 TV miniseries with Tim Curry and the current ones with Bill Skarsgård. Yep. Both good in their own right. Yep. Um, yeah. Just, I finally finished. I, I think I tell, I tell this every spooky season episode or whatever. Or see, you're, oh, yeah. It took me forever, like almost 20 years to finish watching. Because I watched the first half of the original It when I was like 10. And because it's when they were they were showing the miniseries on ABC way back in the day, you caught the yeah, first yeah, half yeah, one yeah. week. It was ABC, wasn't it? It was on ABC, yeah. And like I was watched the that night, me and my brother were supposed to to camp in the front yard. We had the tent out there, everything. We were going to do that. We watched that movie. I'm like, no, I'm not going outside. <laughs> and I did, and I didn't. So I was like ten. I didn't watch the second half of the original it until I was like thirty. Oh shit! Yeah, it scared you that bad. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i'm better now but i'm, I'm better with it. clowns as long as it's not like a surprise clown right. or they stay out of my bubble we're good and ironically we are going to be playing the killer clowns from outer space game mm-hmm. I, killer clowns from outer space is on my list too i saw one of my students wearing wearing a killer clowns from outer space shirt the other day and i was like but and if you ask them they're like do you know who this is no this one probably does I'll put okay, money that on this one, one probably bro. does. Well, like my oldest, she was wearing a Def Leppard shirt, and I'm like, "Hey, they're actually going to be in town. Uh, you want to go listen to them?" She goes, "Listen to who?" Ah, yeah. The shirt's just cool. <sighs> Whatever. Um, what another one that is an absolute staple: "Trick or Treat" with Sam. It's a collaboration of that's in our voodoo. Um, that's a collaboration of um horror stories now uh what's not what's the word i'm looking for not collaboration but um different directors pull in like different stories it's got like a heavy metal type cover but yeah i was like when you said like it's a collaboration like oh this looks like this this sounds like it'd be cool to watch the little guy and look at the cover i'm like nope <laughs> um so well okay there the, is the 86 trick-or-treat right no 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 um oh the more current one. Okay, well, look at the cover for the 2007. 1980s. Yeah, no, I see that one. That one's just scary as hell. No, the 86 no. one, it's like, it looks like that old, you know, heavy metal, the movie heavy metal. Yeah, yeah. It's got that no, kind of cover on it. This No, this one is the 2007 one with Sam. Oh, uh, okay. So Sam is the spirit of Halloween. Wait, is, is it just trick or treat? Because I can't find a 2007 trick or treat. I got a 2019. Trick. Not or, but are. Trick oh. or treat. Trick or treat. 
Trick or treat. There we go. And yeah, it's, teen it's interwoven. Cox. It's the interwoven stories. Oh, okay. Yeah, I almost use this as my background for the episode. That okay, tells the bigger picture, but that is that is great. If you all haven't watched that, that is a good one to watch. Well, um, so... Anna Paquin's in it. Um, young yeah. Anna Paquin. Brian Cox. Yeah, there, I mean, there's a bunch of people in here. Um, even if they're not huge names, like you've seen a lot of them. I'm going to throw one in, uh, going back to the the campy horror. Um, I can't remember if you've said, if you told me you've seen this or not, or you're adding it to your list to watch is a sleepaway camp. Oh yeah. No, I own sleepaway camp. God that. So I think it's in the voodoo too. It may be. I think I watched it on Pluto one night a while back. Like, Hey, there's this movie. I'm almost positive. It's in the voodoo. I'm looking right now. Um, but sleepaway camp. You have to suffer through the whole movie, okay? Yep. Yeah. Everybody listening, you will thank us if you make the mo- probably one of the most disturbing. It's endings. from eighty three too. It's from eighty three. Um, it came. Did it come out before? Um, Friday the Thirteenth. The original Thirteenth was eighty five, wasn't it? So yeah. So this is like kind of ahead of that that type of story. You know, going to summer camp and a killer and all that. It's so cheesy. Okay. The first, so how long is Sleepaway Camp? It's um, all summer. Now it's <laughs> Sleepaway Camp. Okay, so it came out in '83. Uh, the cover is awesome. It is. What's the runtime on this movie? This is what. So because, anyway, on, front, on Sleepaway Camp, you may not know, but you have seen memes. You have seen pictures of the most iconic scene in the movie of the little girl with her eyes real big, looking to the side with her mouth open like she's yelling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's it's an eighty-four uh, oh, minute movie. You have Friday to suffer the thirteenth was first... nineteen eighty. Oh, okay. So okay, so this one kind of took away from that. Yep. They were trying to ride on that. Okay, so Sleepaway Camp has an eighty-four minute runtime. Suffer through the first eighty minutes of it. The last four minutes are worth it. Um, there was what three movies? I've only seen the first one, so I need to watch the other two because I remember seeing the cover for Sleepaway Camp Two, the chick with the backpack, and she's got like the Freddy glove and the Jason mask, and there's the chainsaw in her backpack. I remember seeing that like at Blockbuster and all those now not around movie places. Um, right. and like that looks like that could be cool, but I never did watch it, so I gotta go make my way through the trilogy. Um, but that one, and then I, you know, I talk about my slasher stuff. I'm a big sucker for found footage. Scary movies. Yeah, I like um, those too. So I really, I think this year I want to go back and rewatch uh, the Blair Witch Project. The original uh, found footage. The original one of the original found footage. Not to be confused with the Bear Winch Project. That's a different movie mm-hmm, that, re- mm-hmm. that really exists. Although also enjoyable. Also enjoyable. I accidentally, well, it wasn't totally an accident. I got that from my dad one year for Chris or for his birthday. And he was thinking it was the other movie. Then he calls me like three days later. He's like, what movie did you get me? I'm like, don't worry about it, dad. It's good. <laughs> it's for Kyle also. I think I picked it up like a Sam Goody. But it was, which is it, it 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 had its own run of other movies. You know, you had Bear Winch Project. Um you had Bear Winch Project 2, Scare Topless, Bear Winch Project 3, Nymphs of Mystery Mountain. Uh and then in 2005 they had Bear Winch the final chapter. So, there was those movies. But Blair Witch the original found but like a lot of people hate it. That movie freaked me out cuz I've been lost in the woods before after dark. And it's uh, terrifying. So I'll probably have to go back and rewatch that. I think 
because that was so it was one of those things that was viral before viral was really known to be a thing mm-hmm. because everybody was talking about it because they kept it it came off as a documentary so well then uh before all the found footage stuff and the fake documentary things came on and i, I think if we wouldn't have had the blair witch project we wouldn't have had the first cloverfield movie which was one of my favorite movies not really a spooky time movie but that same kind of found footage thing and so like it or not i mean it it holds a, a really good place in the history of spooky filmmaking things you know we wouldn't have had paranormal activity i don't think if we wouldn't have had blair witch project which is another one of my favorite found yeah, footage i agree type with you i agree movies. um I didn't even think about that, but you're absolutely right. Um, let's see, what do I have next? Uh, Child's Play. Yeah. We dressed um, little man up as Chucky one year for Halloween. It was amazing. Was great. Um, Thirteen Ghosts. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. Thirteen Ghosts, and they're getting ready to come out with a TV series of Thirteen Ghosts. Really? I need to tell my buddy mm-hmm. Austin about that. He loves Thirteen Ghosts. Oh, I used to watch the shit out of that DVD. Um, what I loved on that especially was the stories behind the ghosts when he was yes. explaining all the stories. So that yeah. was cool. There's one, there's a movie coming up, and I think it's going straight to Netflix. Um, let me find it here. This so I don't have a opinion on it yet, but uh my friend Ashley sent this to me print ash where's it at here october 6th oh it's gonna be on amazon prime it's called totally killer it's a blumhouse movie okay and look up the the just the trailer for it i think i sent it to you um basically it's like a take on the 80s slasher horror movie but this this uh woman gets sent back in time somehow her mom was witness to like these 80s horrible killings you know that happened all through the 80s horse like her mom was was one of the final girls, I think. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and, and whatever the killer thing was then, well, she gets sent back in time, and she tries to stop it, and it's just this, like, nostalgia trip of, like, everything 80s. It's from Blumhouse, so the same people that did Megan, that did uh, The Purge. Megan was so good. You know, Blumhouse makes some good, good stuff. You know, Blumhouse, they're known for making these really good, sometimes campy, sometimes kind of cheesy, but these really good, horror movies and their thing is to do it on a lower budget they're not big budget big they're a big studio but they don't do big budget stuff and we're gonna go into blumhouse is one of our i think we just found one of our topics for october yeah we'll talk about blumhouse even more uh more in depth just so much stuff but yeah totally uh, killer is the name of the movie i really want to watch this i'm down for it um oh yeah 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 because i saw the preview and it's like like you were saying, like totally 80s and like the, yeah. the big doo doo. Yeah, it looks great. <laughs> it's got is the that big coming doo-doo. out on DVD or is it in the. It's, uh, I think it's going straight to Prime. Okay. Amazon Prime. Yeah. Or Prime um, Video or it whatever. Follows is another one. Mm-hmm. We talked about that one last year too. I still have yeah. it's still on my list to watch sometime. It Follows but... is great. Aliens. Mm-hmm. I finally did make it through all those. Doc would be proud. Good. Good. Doc. Thank you for uh, listening and always mm-hmm. being there. Um, oh, let's talk about Doc. Our good buddy Doc, friend of the show, good buddy of ours, got married. So, yeah. Doc, Congra- congrats, congratulations. Doc. We're super happy for you, man. Mm-hmm. Um, 
There's Cabin in the Woods, Shaun of the Dead. Oh, I forgot to put Shaun of the Dead on my list. That's on there. Um, classic Simon Pegg. That's what introduced me to Simon Pegg. I think me too. So that's our that's our Simon Pegg Me Too movement. Mm-hmm. Um, bed knobs and broomsticks in Angela Lansbury eighty something, or maybe it was in the seventies. Um, I saw a meme yesterday. Uh, it was, I think it was, uh, it's either Frodo or it's one of the hobbits, but it was her as a hobbit, like at a keyboard or at a, right. at a typewriter typing away. And the headline was Mordor, she wrote. <laughs> Nasty typewriter, scissors. <laughs> Mordor, she wrote. Okay, that's great. My ribbon, scissors. My ribbon, scissors. <laughs> Um, but Bedknobs and Broomsticks, she plays a witch, not an evil witch. And she takes these children on this magical ride on um, you turn this bed knob and you say this incantation, tap it, and it transports them to these different worlds. One's like an animated world. Um, and it's a lot of the Disney kids and stars. From can you look up what year it was? Maybe it was in the sixties. Even Bedknobs and Broomsticks was uh, almost positive the sixties. I still had uh, Sleepaway Camp pulled up and realized there's an actor named Robert Earl Jones in there, which looks like a knockoff James Earl Jones. But, <laughs> look, bed, I'm your father, man. Um, bed knobs and seventy one, seventy one. So almost sixties. But um, Angela Lansbury, you'll see David a Thomas. lot of the same kids that were in like Mary Poppins and a lot of the same people that no, were in Mary McDowell. Poppins were in there. Yeah, he was in there. Yep. The guy who played Mr. Banks was in there. The the little kid who died was in there. I'm pretty sure most of these people that were in there are dead now. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they and are. A large, too. large amount of them are no longer with us. But Bedknobs and Broomsticks is great. Um, the Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad. Okay, yes, I saw that whenever I was going through um, scanning all that, and it triggered a memory that it's has not – Plus, that I remember – so this, when Disney Channel was a thing back when we were younger, so I'm talking like early, mid-'90s when Disney Channel was a thing, and it was Halloween time. Yep. Disney Channel did some of the best Halloween stuff, and it wasn't over-the-top scary, but it was like what you're talking about, Ichabod and Mr., like the whole Sleepy Hollow, all the old animated stuff. Uh-huh. You would just play them nonstop. And I was just so excited as a kid to go to my grandma's house because she had Disney Channel. That was like the only – because there was a time when you had to pay extra for the Disney Channel. Yep. And that was the only other channel. Like, she didn't do HBO or anything like that, but she would buy the Disney Channel for his kids. And so that was – I just remember being excited to be at her house, like, in the evening to watch, to watch that. It. Yeah. So I would watch that. I'd watch all the Goosebumps. I need to – oh, Goosebumps. So there is a new Goosebumps TV show coming out, getting ready to hit. Really? Are they going to uh-huh. do it right? Because the movie. So the early reviews said that it's actually pretty freaking scary. Okay. It's making you rethink the whole Goosebumps. It's coming out on. Oh, we got a Friday the 13th in October this year. Oh, yay. Woo. Um. Oh, that's also coming to Prime. Oh, no, Hulu. Never mind. Uh, that's a Hulu one. It's a Hulu. It's a yep. Disney property. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I was so excited the other day when I because I do our esports pr- uh, practice in the library. That's where all of our computers are. 
And so they're playing. I'm kind of killing time wandering through the library. This this is relevant. And I end up in one corner. I'm just like looking through all these Not books. Not reading. And, yes, go ahead. Well, they had, I was so surprised. I don't know why I was surprised to see this. It's a library. They have books. But they had a whole big stack of R.L. Stein books. Really? Still there. Yeah. Yeah. So I remember Did you like. sit down crisscross I, applesauce and started I wanted reading to. Them? I want to dig out the old uh, the old Fear Street saga that um, told of how Fear Street got its name, you know. And there uh, is two Fear Street movies on Netflix, by the way. Oh, God. So much R.L. Stein. Like, if you were an 80s or a 90s kid, like, you knew R.L. Stein from Goosebumps, from the Fear Street stuff. Um, like, everybody was reading Goosebumps. Everybody was reading those books. If you're reading Christopher Pike, screw you. You're not as cool as the R.L. Stein kids. Okay. Nobody, nobody read Christopher Pike. That's like getting RC Cola when you can get a Coca-Cola. Okay. You can. No, Christopher Pike had some good stuff too, but it was, that was the thing. Like it was all about everything R.L. Stein. How many Goosebumps books could you read? And, and uh, there were so many of us reading them back then. I'm glad that it's, He's like the Stephen King of our generation. He really is. Yeah. So there's, oh, there's, oh, there's Fear Street. So hold on. Fear Street. <laughs> I was going down the hole. Oh, yeah. They've been out for a little bit. I think I started watching uh, one night and I never did make it all the way through. Because it felt like it was a PG 13. That might have been why. I think so. No, ooh, it's rated R. Was it? Yeah, Fear Street, part two, 70. Okay, there are three parts to it. Oh, yeah, three. So it's right. Okay, good. I, I think that maybe then. I was thinking it was just going to be PG 13, and that's why I didn't want to watch it because that was part of his like older teen books that was not, could not be done right at PG 13. Like it needed right. mm -hmm. the hard treatment. Yeah, needed to go hard. Uh, Black Cauldron, little known underground Disney movie. That is scary as shit. Oh, yeah. That's in the voodoo, by the way. That's another one of those kind of cult. Yeah, it's absolute cult. Not a lot of people have heard of it, but Black Cauldron is phenomenal. I would say, like, not a lot of people have heard of it, but if you see the screenshots or the cover of it, like, you know what it is. Yeah, yeah. but it's great. If you haven't watched it, I suggest watching it. It's very good. I like how you got a lot of the the uh, good kids stuff in here. Um, I've got a like a wish list of like some stuff I want to check off the list this year, and there's some things that I've seen, some of I haven't, and I don't think I'm gonna be able to pull this off. But I've got I've got a binge list for this spooky season. Of I'm wanting to knock out some series or some properties. Like I want to watch all the. Why don't the we do that then? We could do it in the Discord. Yeah, do that in the Discord and knock off like the. Uh... Lists like, like just have everyone do like a uh a, a wish list of stuff that they want to see and just see who can compete you know complete the most. Yeah, like I really I want to watch I want to watch all the Friday the Thirteenth from beginning to end, which is going to take a while. Um, I want to go back and rewatch all the Scream movies again because I haven't seen all the Friday the Thirteenth. I've seen a lot of them. Uh, I'm Some pretty of them sure are hard I've, to get through. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I've seen all the Scream movies. And I know I haven't seen all the Nightmare on Elm Street. Those were ones you just kind of watched when you could. But I've got those as my big three in the classics that I want to get through. Um, that I think it may be missing one or two screen movies. And like I guess I could throw Saw in there too. 
is one because I stopped watching after so many of them, and like I just can't keep up anymore. Well, the new Saw's getting ready to come out like next week. God dang it! There's a new one coming out. Yeah, it's like it's the how he became Jigsaw and shit like that. I think if I oh okay okay I remember hearing about that. Yeah. Um, Um. Yeah. Let's dip over into video games for a minute. Hey, go. Okay, so there's one that I want to go back and replay because I never oh, finished hey, it. Let me just, I got two left. Oh, yeah, get your. Get, just let me t- say them what they are Halloween Town, one mm-hmm. and two. Yeah. The Disney Channel movies, which I loved those. And Jack Brooks Monster Slayer, a Robert England classic. Monster Slayer? Jack Brooks Monster Slayer. Damn, also look. in the Voodoo Queue. 2007 how do i oh i wanted to watch this because the cover reminded me of tucker and dale versus evil yeah yeah it's along the same lines okay yeah okay video games go okay so one that i want to go back and play again that i never did uh finish because i think i had a bad save and i got like i got stuck i was going to go back so it's been long enough i can restart now as visage um i was streaming that for a while that game is freaking terrifying yeah, it is. It is so scary and so creepy, and you're just, like, on edge the entire time. That um, That's one that I started. I didn't finish that. And also Outlast. I need to do go through the Outlast games, too, because uh, Outlast scared the crap out of me. Yeah. I've got the new Outlast, but I want to play it. Visage. So if um, anybody remembers on the PlayStation 4, there was a release of what was eventually became uh, Death Stranding. Actually, the there was a, a demo release called PT, stood for a playable trailer, and it was uh, part of Kojima's project when they, they were going to revamp Silent. I think it was Silent Hill, and it was about a 30, 45 minute playable demo where you played through this loop of going through this house over and over and over again, and it was so creepy. And they took it down because the whole project got canceled. The whole thing with Kojima and, and Konami and all, like everything kind of fell apart with them. Um, and you can't find it now. I mean, you can, but it's kind of hard. And so Visage kind of picked up that whole feel from that and made a whole game out of it. This and is the one with the creepy little girl following you. Visage? Yes. Uh, through parts of it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I remember you streaming this now. Oh, my God, it was terrifying. Uh, so, okay, so this has a warning on it. Uh, warning, this video game may contain potentially triggering, trigger seizures for people with photosensitive epilepsy. Player descriptions, is it advised? And then, important note, this game focuses on exploration and builds tension slowly to create a deeper and more meaningful experience. Its story is unveiled through surreal imaging and subtle environmental details. Being mindful that it is difficult it is a difficult game in unconventional ways. It it's so creepy. I remember uh, Kyle playing this and getting scared. This this game probably scared me more than any game Anything. I've ever played in my life. And that's counting our phasmophobia jump scares and all these other games that pacify. have the, pacified. Like those scares, they come and they go really quick. Phasmophobia, a ghost pops up, you're like, ah, and then it's over. You know, you get scared for like a good two, three seconds over. Visage, I was constantly on edge through the entire game. Just so freaking creepy. I got to play it again. 
It just looks creepy. Yeah, I kind of want this now. It was on Game Pass, but I don't know if it still is. Uh, They probably took it off since they revamped Game Pass. They probably did. I'm looking right now. Okay. Um, Is there another one you want to go over? Um, So I had Visage. I had Outlast. Um, One I would like to go back and play again um, is Silent Hill The Room. Yes. Um, that's another one of those that I didn't beat, but I remember playing back in the day with the bunny. Yes. And that freaking creepy bunny. Yeah. I remember playing Silent Hill at two in the morning and just getting the shit scared mm-hmm. out of myself. And see, I, like Silent Hill and Resident Evil, I played through a couple of them. There's not very many I beat. I beat Resident Evil 7, and I think I beat Resident Evil Code Veronica back in the day. Uh, Code Veronica was a good game. Underrated. Code Veronica was great. Code Veronica was a really cool game. Um, but I never, I've never beat the original. I've, I've got them. I've got a bunch of them. Um, I think it was, was it four or one of those that had some weird, like third person when they switched the, the camera to a very yes. old shoulder and the camera angles were so weird. I couldn't play it. Like I, I would want to, but it's, I think I could go back and revisit Resident Evil games now that I understand a little bit more about how they work and play those. They had the, they were spooky with really good puzzle moments, but seven was good. Yeah, seven was great. When we're talking about horror video games, you have to go about um, Bioshock. Bioshock, good. Um, Not infinite, but Bioshock yeah, one and two. One and two. Um, just that I did weird, love infinite, uh, though. uneasy feeling. I'll tell you a good one that um, kind of slipped through. Um, and that has a lot of replayability since we're, we want to go back to the whole cabin in the woods things until dawn. Um, yeah. Until dawn was on the PlayStation. I don't know if you can get it on PC now or if you have to do the whole, you know, PC to whatever. Um, but until dawn takes that whole cabin, college kids cabin in the woods thing and makes it interactive. Um, and it has multiple endings. So. Um, it has a lot of replayability. There's so many ways to get so many different endings out of it. I think there's like seven different endings. And some of them rely on like one specific interaction. If you don't do it right, it totally changes. So Until Dawn was a really cool one. Um, if you want to get, you know, into that. So I'm looking at my collection of the games I got that have horror in them. Mm-hmm. There's one called Chicken Feet, and it's got very positive reviews. Chicken Feet is a first-person survival stealth horror game about a giant angry chicken. Descend into the depths of goober laboratories and uncover the horrors that lie beneath the lab's shiny whatever. Uh, just look it up. It actually looks really fun. Well, I'm, now I'm looking up uh, Steam keys for Visage because it's like 40 <laughs> bucks on Steam. So um, It's not on Game Pass anymore in case you didn't pick oh, up on that. But uh, so, like Kingdom's um, got it for like 15 bucks, so. The Dark Pictures Anthology games, those are good ones. Oh, yes. Those are good ones. Those are really good ones. Um, uh, another one, Fear Therapy that we played. Mm-hmm. That'll scare the shit out of you. Any zombie game is just fun, too. Any any good zombie game. Um, you know, and we didn't even really talk about any zombie movies or TV shows or, you know, like I want to get caught yeah, back did. up on The Walking Dead now because there's so much stuff happening. And I fell off on that. The comics are great. Um, but I guess I got to get back on that. That 
Um, let's switch over to television shows. Okay. Um, Walking I have dead. on here. Are, <laughs> <laughs> I have on here. Are you afraid of the dark? Mm-hmm. I've got all ten seasons. Those were so good. With Sado. That he was one of my favorite reoccurring characters on that. And then that's the one. Wasn't that the one with like Zed, the clown or whatever? I think so. He kept reappearing. Um, I have Goosebumps on there, the TV show. Any of the Treehouse of Horrors. Any of the Treehouse of Horrors. Any, those are so good. Those are great. Come on, um, Simpsons people. There's like 30 something of them now, but whatever. Oh, there's like. Yeah, 35, I think. Yeah, you'll have a hard time getting through just those. You can make a whole spooky season watch list of just those and still those? not. Yeah. No. Ash versus Evil Dead. Mm-hmm. All three seasons. Um, This is a new one that came out last year, but I love it because it's so good. Each episode's about an hour. Guillermo del Toro's Cabinet of Curiosities. Ooh, I have a... How did I miss that? It's on Netflix, and it's all like... It's done by different directors. Each episode's a different director on uh, and just a different horror story. Um, they're they are so good. This one just will free. It's about this witch and this she's like a tree witch, and this guy is trying to solve this mystery of what happened in this old house and spends the night in there and the house goes after him and this rat's alive. It's it'll fuck with your head. It is so good. Um, there was that, uh, oh, what was the other one that was like cabinet of curiosities? Um, I guess you could say, um, I've got love, death and robots on here too. That's a cool that show. Ones. Uh, midnight club on Netflix was really good. Um, it's about a group that bands together and, you know, they're solving the town's mysteries, supernatural mysteries. Um, I'm looking up one of my old favorites and trying to see where I can inter- watch interject this. anytime. Um, we're just, like I said, we're just we've got such I've got such a big list. I'm just trying to get through it, so you got don't have to listen to it for like hours. <sighs> I'm trying to figure out where to watch these. I don't, I'm surprised you haven't brought them up yet. It's Tales from the Crypt. Oh, I love Tales from the Crypt. I used to have all of those. Wait, Looks wait, like wait. where can you watch it at? You can stream it on Fubo, Tubi, Crackle. Oh, they're on Tubi. Tubi's free. Tubi's free. Fubo's free. I think Crackle's free. I mean, they're all with ads, but Tales from the Crypt, that was the the show when you were younger, like, you stayed up and you watched, and you hope you didn't get caught watching it because you probably weren't supposed to watch it. My grandma used to record it for me because it was on HBO. I used to watch it with my grandma, too. She, like, knew that we weren't supposed to watch it, and she would, like, I would go stay the other grandma, not the Disney Channel grandma. Disney Channel grandma wasn't for it. Other grandma, she was like, yeah, let's watch some Tales from the Crypt. Um... Yeah, Tales from the Crypt was great. Like the one with the the guy who had the 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 ventriloquist and it ended up being like his evil twin brother. Mm-hmm. And like he ended up killing his wife and stuff and he chopped off his own hand. There okay, I'm go- I know we're we're on TV. There is one movie I want to backtrack to that I really really want to watch. Um cuz it's been so long since I've seen it and it's just is a uh, house from 1985. Yes, yes, house and not house two, house one, house one. And so you got George Wentz in it, Richard Moles in it, um, we, Mindy Sterling's in it, caterpillar dog. And when the the is it the mom or the the lady turns into the weird like creature with the bad makeup? Wasn't it get, the aunt? 
Uh, maybe it was the ant. You get the weird flash, weird flashback of Richard Mole in Vietnam. Yes. And, like such a cool movie. I'm going to have to, yeah. William Cat, George Went, Kay Lenz, Richard Mole. It's such a cool movie. It's, it's, it scared me as a kid because of how the ant transformed into the weird whatever. Like, yep. that's one of those scary movie things that I probably shouldn't have watched as a kid that just like ingrained in me for so long. But I've watched some of it in the last probably 10 years or so again. And it's just, it's so cheesy. It is great though. It's great. What's the, I don't know if I have the synopsis for it here. I don't, but yeah, add that to your list. Yeah. House is great. Um, Holy crap, they did it for like four of them. The, the original wax work was good too. If you want to go on those. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was Castlevania. Oh yeah. That's another one that I started and made it like four episodes in and then I need to get. Well, the new season, the new season starts next week. Well, then like season four now. No, no, no. It's it's a it's a new spinoff. It's not Trevor anymore. Oh, it's not. I think no. I think it's Richter now. Belmont, but it it's a horror series through and through. Um, it's animated, but it is as bloody and gory as you can get. Um, Castlevania is just, it's phenomenal. Um, if you're into that sort of thing, go watch it. Okay. Um, the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. On Netflix, they canceled it after four seasons, but it was good. It it turned out super dark. And then the uh, the guy who plays the devil mm-hmm. is um Jeff from um Coupling, the British show Coupling, which was good. So that was a nice little thing we watched. Um, Werewolf by Night became a favorite. Yes, and you were saying earlier that they're re-releasing that in color next month i'm still not sure how i feel about that um another one that turned into a classic we watch around here is the muppets haunted mansion i don't think i've seen uh i probably have seen it and just don't realize i've seen it. you and i talked about it last year but it is so good the kids love it um and then one that lily has to watch every year is the roseanne halloween specials I don't. Whoa, had some audio coming through on a <laughs> on a website. Yeah, it scares you sometimes, doesn't it? Oh, the Roseanne Halloween specials. Uh huh. They are so good. They are so good. I uh, I found out House is on Prime. Is it really? Watch. Yes. Um. I'm going to have to write voodoo because you can't do a search for shit on voodoo anymore. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah, that does it for my television ones that we go through. Um, anime. And this is Helsing, all you. <laughs> Helsing, um, which is about Alucard. Alucard backwards is Dracula or is Dracula backwards. Part of the Helsing organization, super gory vampire one. Um, new one that came out this year. They have a live action movie of it on Netflix, and they're releasing the TV shows. It's based off of a light novel. Um, Zom 100, Bucket List of the Dead. It has turned into such a great one. Basically, the zombie apocalypse happens. This guy is in a dead end job. Like, he can't go home for like three months from his corporate office work. Like yeah. they mistreat you. He hates his life. 
he is so happy that the zombie apocalypse happens. He's like, Zom I can 100? do everything. Yeah. He's like, I can do everything I want now. He has a bucket list of 100 things he wants to do. He knows he's going to die, so we know what's going to end up happening in this. But it's just a bucket list of shit he wants to do. And I could get behind that. Like, you know, he goes out of his apartment one day early in the apocalypse because he wants beer. <laughs> he's like on the like 30th story. He's climbing down this drain and he's going for beer. That's what he wanted. So it's just it's fun. It's a lot of fun. Um, Death Note's a great one. Um, oh, Death Note's he, so good. Yeah, with the, he's with the light is with the Shikigami, the gods of death. Um, if you're looking if you're thinking about the person and you can see them, you write their name in this book, this death note, and they die. Um, Berserk is great. That I started is Berserk a while back. Another one of those that I didn't get through. My anime interrupt us. Iron <laughs> up again. But, oh, yeah. Berserk is just as gory as they can get and horror-laden. Uh, Higurashi, When They Cry is one of the most fucked up animes I've ever seen because it's these cute little school children and they're doing this everyday life in this um, this little town, little small little Japanese village. Yeah. And then they start killing each other and torturing each other in the most horrible ways you can think of. These cute little kids. Like, it is awful, but it is really cool. Um, and then I have... Um, Yamashibi, Yamashibai, um, Japanese ghost stories. They're three to four minutes each. Yeah. But it goes through all like the yokai and the traditional Japanese history, the ghost stories. Okay. Um, and it's really cool being able to see like some of the stuff that they, you know, that they're like, oh, the boogeyman will get you. Well, the boogeyman will get you in these and do terrible things to you. And they're only like three and four minute episodes. I want you to take, because um, we have that anime channel in Discord. Mm -hmm. All your anime horror movies, drop them in there, because I'm going to dive in them. Doing it right now. Also, uh, check, um, check the uh, the Zoom chat. I found it. You did? Let's look. And so. Oh, you did? I did. Oh, there she is. That's the witch from House. I remember that. Yeah. Oh, so good. That's what's ingrained in my yeah. It lives rent free in my head. Oh, so um, many good scary movies. Okay, dropping them now in the anime channel. So, uh, comics. Okay. Well, you gotta say you got you gotta have the Walking Dead. Walking Dead's on there. Robert Kirkman. And I have like. Three from Robert uh, Garth Ennis. Garth Ennis, the guy who wrote The Boys, also. Mm -hmm. So you know it's going to be fucked up. Preacher, number one. Yeah. Some of you may or may not have seen the AMC TV show. That is nothing compared to what it is. Preacher. Um, well, same thing with Walking Dead. Nothing compared to that. The, yeah, the comic yeah. is just so much more. Wow. Preacher yeah. gets this uh, creature in him named, I believe it's Genesis. And um, you find out it's a collaboration between heaven and hell. Um, an angel and a demon did dirty things to each other and mm -hmm. had this thing called Genesis, and they tried to cover it up. And God is uh, took human form to have some fun and got in a coma, so there is no God in the series. 
um, there's a character named Arseface. He yeah. tried, it's this kid tried to blow his brains out with a shotgun. So he looks like he's got a butthole for a face. Yep. I remember seeing just that image in something that just came up of like messed up uh, comic characters or something yeah. like that. Um, Hellblazer Constantine, anything by uh, Constantine is great. Um, the comics just phenomenal. Um, Sandman's in there. I'm going to see if you're going to say one of mine. I only, I only have one other spooky comic. Yeah. Um, Wormwood, the Antichrist, another Garth Ennis. Mm-hmm. Um, it's literally about the Antichrist just living his everyday life. Except terrible things happen. Like oh, the Pope uh, gets a bunch of hookers and whores and all sorts of stuff. Wormwood's really good. And Crossed. Crossed is a take on... It's Garth Ennis again. It's a take on the zombie trope. Um, except it's this virus. It doesn't turn you into a walking dead. It just gets rid of all your inhibitions. Hmm. Um, and like you get these open sores over your face that look like you have a cross and they call them the crossed. Oh, okay. Um, look it up real quick. You'll see what I'm saying. It's called um, crossed. Uh-huh. Like one of the, the first arc, the, he did, Ennis did like the first two arcs and then other people did them. But like one of the main villains in the first arc, his name is Horsecock. Hmm. Because he has like, he's basically butt naked, this giant guy, and he's got a belt full of penises on that he rips off of people. And he's got a horse cock that he beats people to death with and huh. does other things. Like, there's one. It's like a uh, PC nerds up. type of comic hero. 100%. Bad guy. Yeah. Uh, there's this one, they're on this farm, and this family gets crossed. They get the virus. Yeah. They get scratched. And the family ends up having this huge orgy. And except while the mom is like spread, she literally gets spread because the dad gets a chainsaw and starts chainsawing her in half while she's alive. And she's like, yeah, give it to me. It is just messed up as you can get. I'm looking at the covers. The covers look really cool. It's just totally messed up horror comics. I am surprised you left off uh, Lock and Key. I forgot about Lock and Key. That is that. Yeah, that would be considered. Um, Which also yeah. made its way to Netflix. Yeah. It was yeah. a fairly decent Netflix adaptation, too. I think the I only made it through much the, better. the much, first much volume. Better. I think there's like six volumes. I was going to get more, but I like, man, like 30 bucks a piece. So, but um uh, yeah, Lock and Key is so cool, and the, the artwork in it's really good. Um, I gotta find things that are like in compendiums so I can just get the whole thing and go through them. But Frost looks pretty cool. Frost is fun. I used to have a bunch of those. Um, if I can find them, I'll loan them to you. So that's what I got. Oh, that's well, that's what I got. So what do there. you all have? Yeah, let us know. Let us let know. Let us know. So this yeah, an omnibus you... or a compendium for a crossed and nope, just trades is what they're looking like. Just trades, yeah. yeah. I think I've got a bunch of the trades. I'll see if I can find them. I bet um, they're digital yeah. somewhere. But just 
let us know what you guys think is a staple that you and your family watch. Mm -hmm. We can see like or, a lot of mine were darker and the live action stuff compared to Chris's until we got to the anime and the comics and then Chris's true side came out and like there's chainsaws and orgies and mm -hmm, mm -hmm, viruses. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What? There's something wrong with that? No, not at all. Not at all. There's, and I know there's going to be people like, well, you forgot about this, this, and this. There's so there's too many to name. Like we didn't even really dive into much of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, or even Friday the Thirteenth, or Nightmare on Elm Street, or Scream, or um, you know, Child's Play, or any of that. Like there's so there's there's too many to knock out in a in an episode, let alone one spooky season and so on. So yeah, get in the Discord. Let us know like what's your watch list. That's our challenge to you guys. If you're not in the Discord. Like and subscribe to the the video or the audio, however you're watching or listening to us. Join the Discord and then put your list out there somewhere. We'll put it in the movies or spoopy season. We may just open that channel up for a little bit and then close it back down. Um, get on it. Let us know. So with that, this has been Every Man's Guide to Nerddom. I'm Chris. And I'm Kyle. And wherever you guys are, please have a great morning, nighttime, evening time, wherever, whatever, where, yeah, whenever it is, <laughs> wherever you are. Yeah, it's my line that I messed up. Um, and please be, uh, be, be spooky to each other. Stay fresh, spook bags. See ya. See ya. Rise up. It could get elevated. Nerdcore used to be just a made-up word.